Welcome to AI Arthritis Voices 360, the podcast solving today's most pressing issues in the AI arthritis community. We invite you to take the microphone and share your best tips, triumphs, and inspirations. Whether you are still in search of a diagnosis or a longtime patient, we want to hear from you because we know how much your voices matter. So pull up a chair and have a seat at the table. Hello and welcome to AI Arthritis Voices 360 mini episode. What is a mini episode, you ask? Well, a mini episode is a short episode. It's a short show that we uh, use to focus on a very important topic that we would like to have your feedback on. My name is Tiffany and I will be leading the conversation on this short but important conversation. So the topic is invisible disease. And we're actually going to be having a full episode on this coming up in a few days. So this is a, this is a precursor, a little intro, if you will. So I wanted to focus on uh, specifically how this relates to our diseases, which are autoimmune diseases or autoinflammatory diseases, both stemming from the immune system that involve arthritis as a major clinical component. You know, these diseases often have young onset. So we're talking typical between the ages of 20 and 40 in adults, any age in children. So we're talking prime of lives. And often, well, not often, always, (laughs) these diseases start invisible because they're starting at a cellular level. So the very first moment of onset where a patient feels that inflammation, feels that pain pressing up against their joints or their organs or their tissues, they're feeling it, even though it's not showing any type of damage, wouldn't show that on a radiographic image, for example. And then over time, that inflammation builds up and that's what causes the damage. So we start off invisible. And some people never do become visible. Some people, some people do. But what's really important to understand about this and why it's such an important topic in our community is because it does cause issues in delaying of diagnosis and also frustration. <laughs> if you're not, if you look fine and people think you're fine and you're not fine, that's frustrating. So that's what I'm going to focus on really quick here on the on this mini episode and uh, kind of going back to how we deal, these situations we have to deal with when we look good, we look like we're healthy, but we're really not. And the emotional impact that 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 has on us. You know, when I first was diagnosed, I was, it was a delay of two years and I was really excited to get that diagnosis. But I was in my mid thirties and I was an athlete at the time. I was in the best shape I had ever been in my life. And I looked completely in shape. <laughs> and so it I think it added a little bit to the element of I did not look like I had a chronic condition or chronic physical uh, limitations. So I remember I would wear these arthritis gloves that I got in the mail, you know, these 9.99 gloves and they didn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, I, hey, if they if they work for you, great. I'm, I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying they didn't do anything for me. But I did it because it made me visible. I remember wearing them to work and people would ask me questions. And it, number one, gave me an opportunity to explain what my situation was. But second, it 
gave me some type of empowerment to be able to say there is something, (laughs) there's something wrong because it was really difficult to have physical challenges and not have people believe that I was really suffering. So that that's how I handle, I don't do that anymore, but I did do that. Something else that I think is really interesting is, you know, I didn't have anything visible as far as swelling or redness. A lot of people will have that at least early on. And, and I just didn't, it took 10 years for me to develop any type of swelling. And I get it a lot now. And it's really interesting to me because people will see it And it's the first time that I've had people say, oh my gosh, look at how swollen your ankles are and your feet. That must hurt tremendously. Oh my gosh, I feel so sorry for you. And I'm sitting here thinking it's, it does, but it doesn't hurt any, any more than it did 10 years ago. You just can see it now. I mean, my shoe's a little tight and that sucks, but for the most part, it's the same. It reminds me of when people have like a bruise on their arm, a really, have you ever had a really nasty bruise and I mean, really dark and it turns green, you know, <laughs> and people might have a big lump in the middle and people look at it and go, oh, oh, that, that looked terrible. That must hurt. And you're like, yeah, it hurts. Well, that's kind of what it's like to have an autoimmune or an autoinflammatory arthritis disease. That inflammation is pressing on the inside. It's like the, it's being bruised on the inside. That's how I like to explain it. It's like everything's pressing and you've got this pressure, so you feel it. It's, it's A lot of times, like, people won't be able to wear jewelry or bracelets. You won't be able to see any swelling, but it's just that it hurts to touch the skin because you've got it from the inside out. So, uh, you know, all of this can lead to emotional issues and trauma, kind of traumatic. I know that that shaped a lot of my actions and who I am. You know, one of the things that I, I wanted to share is how that affects you when you're in public. And I, I had a, a trip to Las Vegas with my girlfriends years ago. And if you've ever been to Las Vegas, or if you haven't, you've seen it on television shows or in the movies, perhaps, it's a place to go out, dress up to your very best. So I'm going out in, in Vegas with, with, my, with my girls. And uh, we get very dressed up. We go, they want to go to a club and I'm not, I'm not a big clubber. uh, I admit, but this is somebody's birthday and that's what they wanted to do. And you know, I put on my, my sexy, sorry, dad, dad's listening, you know, but I put on my sexy dress, you know, on my heels and I was looking good and we're all excited. We, you know, getting out and uh, there's no seats, there's no chairs. And I am just having a tough time. I have, you know, spondylitis, spondyloarthritis. So my lower back is just screaming and my feet are getting swollen and I, I can't hardly stand. But mind you, I'm looking good, right? And I have invisible illness. My feet aren't swollen to the point that anybody else could really notice, um, especially at that time I was pretty skinny. So um, swelling didn't show up much on me. So there was this couch in the VIP section and I leaned on, I just leaned back on it a little bit. And this bouncer comes up and he yells at me to get off. And I explain, you know, I, I have this, this condition and I'm really having a tough time standing. And, you know, long story short, he looks me up and down and he says, where's your wheelchair? 
and I, I, I don't have a wheelchair. And he said, well, then you're not disabled. Get up. And I'll just never forget that. I, that, that is one of those, those moments that has just stuck with me. It, it's ingrained and it's, and it's shaped a lot of my behaviors moving forward and, and how I handle situations when I have to go out and, you know, I'm not, I don't get as dressed up or, you know, wear those heels or what have you, because I, I worry, you know, what if I don't have somewhere to sit and I don't want that to happen to me again. So there's a, the invisible disease portion of this, it's just, it's more than physical. It, it can weigh on a person. And, you know, the other thing about that is it really messed with my physical status moving forward because the next day when we left, I was the driver and I couldn't drive. My feet hurt so bad and my legs and my hips that one of my friends had to drive my car. So because that person decided that, that I was not disabled enough for him to lean, <laughs> we, we, uh, I suffered from that. So we just wanted to introduce this topic and I wanted to know if this is something that you're living with, would you share your story? You can share it on social media at our Facebook or Instagram or Twitter pages. That's IFAI arthritis. What one events have stood out to you. We we all deal with this daily for many reasons, but what's that one situation that sort of shaped the way that you react moving forward? It caused you to change your behaviors. We're interested in learning more about that because this is a, a topic that we need to address in our community. We need to find out how to bring more awareness and education so that uh, people don't have to go through these situations like I did and many of you did. So please submit those if you would and tune in on Sunday or depending when you're listening to this recording, you can find this mini episode and the bigger episode that we will be airing in a few days at aiarthritis.org backslash podcast. So thanks for joining me at the table. I look forward to hearing from you and joining the conversation. AI Arthritis Voices 360 is produced by the International Foundation for Autoimmune and Autoinflammatory Arthritis. Every Sunday, join Tiffany and her fellow patient co-hosts as they lead discussions in the patient community, as well as consult with stakeholders worldwide to solve the problems that matter most. Find us on the web at www.aiarthritis.org. 